0: This is Eric Brotman, the host of Don't Retire Graduate, the podcast that teaches you how to advance into retirement rather than retreating. And this is Office Hours, where we answer questions that listeners just like you send in. We received a question from Carl, who asked, why does Dave Ramsey suggest paying off a low interest mortgage instead of investing more than his 15 percent rule? Well, Carl, I can't speak for Mr. Ramsey in terms of why he would render that advice, but I can speak to the advice in general, uh, and I can speak to some of the things that, that he espouses. Um, first and foremost, I think he's a terrific host and a terrific advisor, and, and he's doing nice work in terms of particularly helping folks determine how to get out of debt and be debt-free. So that said, it would stand a reason that he says get to 15% as your savings rate and then pay off every lick of debt that you have. Now, intuitively, one would think that if you have a a mortgage at 3%, for example, and it's tax deductible, so your interest, which is modest, is also tax deductible, potentially, um, that you could potentially, instead of paying off that mortgage, you could invest the difference, and you could try to get a better return than what that mortgage is costing you. That's logical, but let me put it to you in a, a slightly different way. If you didn't have a mortgage, would you go out and borrow $300,000 so that you could invest it in a, in a diverse portfolio? The answer most of the time is no. And in fact, most of the time we would suggest that people not take on additional debt in order to invest. So in that situation, even though it could be arbitrage, even though it could be a good move, it does create a different level of risk. So in that case, it seems a little silly for someone to say, well, you don't wanna pay off your mortgage mortgage now because you could get a better return by investing but at the same time if you didn't have that mortgage you, you wouldn't go get a new one in order to invest the proceeds so there's a disconnect um there carl and, and i think it's important to to start with that premise the other thing is i i, I have a problem with rules of thumb so while dave ramsey suggests 15 percent and i think that's a wonderful barometer to me that is a starting point and it is not unique to you. So your savings rate might have to be 18% or 22%, or it might have to be 7%. It depends where you are and what your objectives are. If you're looking to replace your income in retirement or, or with the absence of full-time work, um, your journey to that will be different than mine or anyone else's because we have different lives. So someone with the same income, for example, let's say you make $100,000 a year. The rule of thumb here to put away $15,000 may not make sense for you. First of all, it might be that that's impossible for you right now. Maybe you have two kids in college and every penny is going to that. Or maybe you don't need 85% and you can save 25% instead of 15. Perhaps you're in a situation where you're making that income and you're 58 years old, or perhaps you're 28 years old. To me, that's, there's going to be a difference in terms of what your savings rate would need to be. So while I uh, appreciate Mr. Ramsey's suggestion that you pay debt off, and I certainly am debt averse and think debt is uh, not something to take um, to take lightly, um, I, I do question whether 15% is the one size fits all that fits anyone properly. I mean, certainly it'll fit some people, but it won't fit you or me necessarily. And I think it's really important to look at um, using basic assumptions, assumptions about income, assumptions about taxes, assumptions about inflation, um, uh, assumptions about retirement age. You know, at what point do you want to be financially independent? Do you want to be financially independent at 45, 55, 85? You're going to have a different outcome. And so I, I think it's, it's incumbent upon each of us and upon you and your financial advisor to look at your situation uniquely rather than with just a rule of thumb. That said, 15% is a great barometer, it's a great starting point, and if you can live on 85 cents on the dollar, um, you're ahead of most of the American public, and I and I give you a great credit for that. Um, but I don't know necessarily that in every case, it makes sense to, for example, pay down a low-rate mortgage or send extra money toward a low-rate mortgage if the 15% you're already doing won't get you there. If you need to do 19%, do 19%. And then if you have excess and you want to pay the mortgage down because it makes you feel good and it's a psychological benefit, by all means, go for it. But uh, just try not to let one size fits all. Um, I have joked before that one size fits all. When you think of a garment that's one size fits all, it fits no one. Think hospital gown. It fits nobody. It's not flattering. Don't do it. So with that, Carl, I I really do appreciate the question, and I I hope this answer was helpful. Um, If you have a question you'd like me to answer during office hours, follow Don't Retire, Graduate on Facebook, and post your question or tweet us at Brotman Planning. Thanks for coming to office hours. Be sure to tune in for new content every Thursday. For now, this is your host, Eric Brotman, reminding you, don't retire, graduate. Securities offered through Kestra Investment Services LLC. Kestra IS, member FINRA SIPC. Investment advisory services offered through Kestra Advisory Services LLC. Kestra AS, an affiliate of Kestra IS. Kestra IS or Kestra AS are not affiliated with Brotman Financial or any other entity discussed. Imagine how fast we could solve the world's biggest problems if more SaaS startups would gain traction sooner. Welcome to the Tech Entrepreneur on a Mission podcast.